Mama, I got bad news, bad news. I've been rolling with some bad dudes, bad dudes. I've been trying to get a bag to, a bag to. I'm just doing what Hello, I have listeners. to. Welcome to the Ashes to Awesome podcast, Rising in Recovery. A podcast providing light, hope, and understanding about addiction and mental health to those living within that life and the people who love them. This episode brought to you by the Nate D Foundation, where their goal is to raise funds to allow individuals to attend trauma therapy and treatment. Learn more at nate-d.ca. Hello, listeners. I am in studio with Scott from the No New Friends podcast for another episode of Just the Tips Thursday. Happy Pride Month to everybody. And Scott, how are you doing? I am doing fabulous. <laughs> I, man, I, I love Pride Month so much. Um, I love all the fun shirts. I love... Uh, I love just everything about Pride Month. <laughs> Feels like you were waiting to say that. I got to be honest, right? Yeah, of course I was. <laughs> I just had that one in the barrel, eh? ready to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I like it. I like it. I um, I actually interviewed my first uh, Pride Month guest. Well, not guest, but first guest that's a part of the uh, LGBTQ plus community. I think I got them all there. Now there's I and A on, added on to the end which I've just yes. recently been there. Yes, yes. Yep. Intersexual and asexual, right? So I'm allowed to say or this because... Al, it's, there's controversy as to what the letters mean. Uh, intersexual. Okay. I forget the other one for I, but also A could also be ally. Oh, I haven't heard that one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So so you would fit in the A in, in that circumstance. Yeah. Is that what they I mean think I have ally? much. I, I think yeah. I have a lot of work to do before I could really call myself an ally. I think we're getting there. But... Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I it, it's funny we talk about this a lot because I always considered myself an ally because you know I'll wear I'll wear pride stuff and and uh, yeah. you know I support uh, gay rights and but that that wasn't enough to make me an ally. It wasn't until we started doing these like conversations on No New Friends After Dark. Um, no New Friends podcast is the podcast for adults who like to laugh at adulting, but we also tackle some serious <laughs> topics. But when yeah. we started kind of tackling these, uh, as Nick, our gay co-host calls it, our super gay topics, um, yeah. and really focusing attention and just shifting the focus of what After Dark was going to be, which was just a silly place to ha- house our you know yeah. smaller interviews. And then we're like, no, this is going to be a priority. And so, one, we're giving Nick a platform to really talk and open up about things from his past and you know coming out we just uh we've got his coming out episodes coming out well yesterday uh by the time you hear this yeah it's a good one um so i think we're getting closer to becoming allies because now we're now we're doing something about it now we're speaking out um we have our own pride line uh our we say gay no new friends uh, podcast shirt so i think we're getting there but i think we have a long way to go just like I think as, as a society, we have a long way to go. You know, I always say we're getting better, we're getting better, but then we're not like we're getting better. And then there's like two steps back, you know, right in, in, in my town, um, there is a bar. First of all, it's called the moon cricket lounge, which is like slang for slavery. Um, they're doing this event. Uh, it, it was actually yesterday by the time this comes out where they're doing 49 cent Bud Light, which I thought at first I was like, Oh, okay. They're selling Bud Light cheap that to support Bud Light. And 49 cents for the 49 pulse victims. I'm like, okay, that's cool. And it's, you know, pouring it out. So like pour one out for the homies, but no, that's not what it is. It's, it's like a slap in the face to like show Bud Light. We're going to be 
pouring your your beer down the drain and 49 cents to like disrespect the 49 victims of the Pulse shooting, which is in my town. Like Pulse was here in Orlando and, you know, we're we're 20 minutes away from Orlando and this this bonehead bar is doing this stupid event to disrespect the LGBTQ plus community. And then especially the the those who lost their lives or their family and friends, uh, the, the, the victims of pulse, it's, it's disgusting. So it's like, we'll take steps forward where, you know, pride is now more mainstream than it was. And then we take three steps back because our fucking idiot governor, uh, signing all of these trans and homophobic, uh, bills and, and laws. And, and it's just, it's, it's, terrible it's terrible that is, and i keep that, thinking it's going to get better as the older like being i'm hearing that right now that it's just beyond it's disgu- any sort of reasonable like yeah yeah chuck it's disgusting it's it's yeah. absolutely disgusting it makes me feel sick and okay. you know it, so we, we we take a step forward forward and then we take two steps back and and you know we're actually going to be having the captain uh ryan on our podcast later on in the month to yeah. really discuss about how dangerous um, all of the, this transphobia and homophobia, um, in politics where, where bills are being signed to take away their rights, how dangerous this is because now, you know, okay. Our governor, Ron DeSantis, let's say he's got kids that want to come out. Okay. As either gay or, or trans or whatever. And they can't because their dad is speaking out about it so much. Well, that's going to lead to depression. Which can oh, lead yeah. to addiction, oh, there's, which there's can lead to death right. or and and yeah. or suicide. I don't know if it's at an and or. I mean, it's just, you know, but Whatever. death yeah. or suicide, Un, untimely death for sure, right? Untimely yeah. death. There you go. That kind of yeah, encompasses that, all of it. So yeah. it, it just makes me so scared for yeah. these kids growing up who they just want to be themselves, man. You know, they just want to feel comfortable in their own skin and, and, and be their true authentic self and love who they want to love and be how they want to be dress, how they want to dress, you know, talk how they want to talk. And you, you've got, unfortunately it all comes from religious indoctrination where it's like, okay, gay is wrong. Gay is wrong. Well, like let's do some fucking research on, on what causes gay. It's not Bud Light. Okay. (laughs) It's, it's not drag Queens that are causing people to be, it's not any of that stuff. It's, you know, and I don't know, but it's, it's, it's something that you're kind of born with or something that just kind of develops. You just, you don't, you don't wake up one day and say, you know what? I think today I'm going to like men. That's not really how it works. It's, I wake up one day and it's like, you know what? I'm going to be true to myself and be true to who, who I love and who I want to be with. And so these, these either celebrities who have come out or, or transgender um, activists or, you know, people who have come out. It's not causing people to be gay. It's just causing people to wake up and say, you know what? I'm like them too. And now Mm -hmm. I feel comfortable doing, I I feel comfortable doing something about it. Right. You know, we're not going to pray the gay away. And why would we, why would we, you know, it's not like that. It doesn't work like that. Anyway, I'll get off my soapbox. (laughs) <laughs> no, no, it, it's all, it's all valid, man. It is, it is. I, uh, in that interview today with, with Melinda, who is, wow, she got a story and that'll be out, um, this coming Tuesday, I guess, by the time we're listening to this, um, she, 
it had a lot to do with her becoming addicted in the first place, right? There's a huge disconnect from her family. She's constantly. So one of the things we hear in every interview I do on a Tuesday when it's, you know, somebody in their recovery story and, you know, the, the story from, from first, one of the first questions I ask is, do you remember the first time you tried a substance? And, um, yeah, I can hear the typing again, Scott. You could at least mute your microphone. <laughs> I can, so can they. I'm looking up information <laughs> for the podcast. Oh, well, that counts. One. That counts. Okay, there that's counts. Yeah, perfect, perfect. So, Just call me Steve the intern. <laughs> so one of the first questions I ask is, do you remember the first time you tried a substance? And mm. the answer is, you know, yes, always, almost always, followed by, it made me feel comfortable, right? It made me feel like I was myself. I, it made me feel I didn't have to hide anything. So it's this feeling of not belonging is always the thing that it's the difference between somebody who tries it and likes it and, you know, has a few drinks and the difference between somebody who tries it and moves on to, you know, that consume their life because mm -hmm. it's that finally feeling belonging. So you can imagine as we're sitting here on the topic we're talking about, how much more prevalent that would be in somebody who is fighting themselves, fighting the very true nature of who they are all the time and how they feel disconnected and not a part of anything and then to try that drink. So you right. know how that leads into addiction. So in talking to her today, it was a different level of that. And it was, to me, it was really eye-opening. Um, and and I, there's all sorts of things to the story. I'll tell you, though, one of the things that completely blew me away, when she was ready to finally, when she'd had enough, you know, it's been years and years of this shit. She's, uh, she's really, you know, she's had enough. She's in a recovery house waiting room to be admitted. It is a... Um, faith, faith centered, you know, faith based recovery house. They're arguing in the admin office and what they're arguing about because her, I should say her ex-girlfriend was there, right? Who's also of course a lesbian and they're arguing about whether or not they can allow two lesbians in the same recovery house. <sighs> if you can imagine how that, how she must've felt. In that, in that instance. Sure, sure. The director, and I would say the director's name right now, if I could remember it, uh, it's in my notes somewhere. Um, the director said, I will quit. And she heard her. I will quit right now if you don't let this fucking girl in. She's an addict who needs help. And she's here. Right? And mm -hmm. like she had sold her car to get there to, to pay for the first month because, you know, social services wasn't going to help with it. And she like, it was a, a huge deal for her to, to get to that point where she was sitting in that waiting room. And thankfully, this angel, the director, said to whoever she was arguing with that, no, if you don't let her in, I will quit my job right now. This is ridiculous. Wow. So it, it was like, it was, I, I'll say it brought a tear to my eye when, when she, when she yeah. talked about that, right? But it, it just blows my mind that, that that's even a possibility that, that people think that way. I mean, you're going back 17 years or something like that now that she's been yeah. over, but, you know, yeah, yeah. What's the acceptance like for the LGBTQ plus community in Canada? Um. Across the board, I would say it's probably a higher tolerance than what it is down there. We don't really give no, it much thought. Word. I hate right? that word. Don't, don't, okay, tolerance, tolerance. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Tolerance. Acceptance. Ooh. Acceptance. You're right. Yeah, that is a bad idea. We're not tolerating anything, right? We're accepting people. I think at, at, there was a point where um, our prime minister had run on gay marriage, against gay marriage. Um, he won that election by the skin of his teeth. And that was kind of the last time it came up. 
right? Mm. Because we legalized it and it was done, which was years ago now. I, I don't know, maybe 15 well, years yeah, ago or something it's, like that. Right? It's, you know? it's legal in all 50 states here too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you guys um, are just a bit behind us on that one. but Yeah, well, I think it was 2015. Yeah, so, so yeah, probably seven years after us or something like that, right? But since then, nobody, even him, even that prime minister stopped at that point. It's like, yeah, man, don't make that the hill you die on because you'll lose a bunch of us too, a, a bunch of the conservatives, right? Because, mm -hmm. you know, like, we're not here to be socially conservative. It's all about, you know, <laughs> financially conservative. We don't want you right. telling us how to live our lives, right? So um, that was very quickly. We haven't, nobody's even really talked about it since. There's obviously, there's going to be, you know, strongly religious people and, you know, some, some bigots that are against it. But for the most part, it's not even really a thing anymore here. It's just kind of, yeah. so says I, the hetero 46 year old white male. Again, right. and that's that's yeah. that's yeah. what I say all the time when we do these we say gay episodes is like yeah. I'm I'm a mid forty uh, you know straight white guy uh, yeah. I don't know what it's like but yeah. having these conversations and and talking to Nick um, who's our who's our co host who's gay it's really opened my eyes to a, a lot of the struggle like. Yeah, in my eyes, everything's better, but it's not. It's not better. And, you know, he says it, it, he has to come out of the closet every single day, every single day. If he's right. walking down the street with his husband and his daughter, he's coming out of the closet. You know, if yeah. he decides to wear a pride T-shirt, he's coming out of the closet, you know. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's and it's not like and and not that other minorities have it any easier because they don't. But like, OK, if you're African-American, like there, it's no surprise like, yeah. you don't have to sit people down and say, hey, by the way, I'm black. You know, yeah. I, no someone who's gay, it's like, you don't know that about them until they tell you about it. Unless it's like super obvious, but it's like every day they've got to have the courage to to come out. Because you, you never know if that trip to the convenience store is going to be the one that gets you beat up. Exactly. And it's it's right. just fucking terrible. Like, That's can we just let people live their lives because it's zero impact to us. It's zero impact <laughs> right? to us. That's the key right there, right there. Right? Why are so we that, so concerned about yeah. if two men can yeah. get married? It doesn't impact our lives. Not even a little bit, you know? I, yeah. Why the hell, why the hell do we care? Right. Why the hell do we care? Yeah. You know, Nick asked the question in 2015, when, when gay marriage was legalized, what did that do for you, Chuck? What did that do for you in 2015 when, when gay thing. marriage was legal? Not a damn, not a damn thing. thing. Didn't do nope. anything for nope. me either. Didn't do anything for me. That changed yep. Nick's life. Right. Right. I can only imagine. Oh my God. How that must've felt for him. Yeah. You know, and, and, and the fact the that him and his husband were able to adopt, um, uh, adopt a child, you know, yeah. I mean, Oh, that's yeah. 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 I never heard. I still haven't listened to that episode. I confess. Oh, that's uh, a, <laughs> it's a heartbreaking one. It is. Oh, man. Oh, oh yeah. Which episode number is that for you? Oh God. I don't remember. I don't remember. Look it up here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'd I have to always, look it up real quick. Let's I can always shrink this down by a minute if I need to, right? You can answer that question. Yeah. 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 Um, it's funny because I, I constantly try and remember episodes. It doesn't happen, obviously, right? We've got 500 no. every week. Well, and, and, and the problem is, too, for a while, I was numbering the um, After Darks the same as the previous, um, the previous uh, episode. Yeah, but yeah. after 150, then the next one was 151 and 150. So now after 150, all of them are in order. I've got more yeah. than 150, but it's episode 149. Okay. But it's the okay. second 149. But 
It's called okay not to be okay. It's okay, okay not, not to be okay. 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 Mm-hmm. okay. Right. Um, and what was while you're looking at your episodes? What was the first episode uh, with Nick when you guys? What was that? That did Bud Light make you gay? Is that the one? So the first episode that we had Nick on uh, was, I mean, he was on uh, one of the Sunday episodes, like, you, you know, months and months and months ago. Um, okay. Da, da, da. Was it Lent loopholes? No, we say gay part one. Okay. We say okay, gay okay. was a gay one oh one. It was uh, episode yeah. 143. Yeah, um, yeah. that one's kind of a mess, uh, because we realized we needed to put Chris on a pitch count on how much he can drink. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, did Bud Light oh, turn this. you gay was, uh, we have, we have a special guest. Right? We do have a special guest. This is exciting. We say gay part two, 147. Did Bud Light turn you gay? Okay. Okay. There you go. So, um, Jordan, Scott, Scott, Hello. Jordan, this is my nephew, right? How's it going, nephew? Uh, pretty good. How are you? Doing fantastic. Hey guys, I wanted to talk to you about something that's pretty important to me. It's a company called DentKits.com. They're an online denture company, and what they've done is they've made getting your smile back a very affordable thing. Their at-home mold kits are super easy to use. Once they have your completed mold set back, they do whatever it is they do there and send you back some serious high-quality denture. So whether you're missing one tooth or a whole mouthful, fixing the smile for yourself or that of a loved one who, say, suffered an addiction and is trying to get that smile back, DentKits.com has an affordable solution. My set should be shipping out in about a week, and when I get them, I'm going to be super excited to make some video episodes of Ashes to Awesome. Thanks for listening, guys. Now back to the show. So I was sitting here talking to Scott, and Scott asked me, uh, he's in Florida, where there's some serious bigot shit going on. I I can't even believe the story he was telling me uh, about a bar not far from him. But he was asking me how things are in Canada as far as gay rights go and, and, and the whole nine, right? And I was saying, well, I think it's pretty good. You know, nobody's really talked about it in a long time. And then I said, so says the 46-year-old white guy. So I thought we would just ask you, Jordan, right? how are things now? Is it is acceptance the norm? Or do you still feel a lot of the, the bigotry? Or I feel like definitely um, in Calgary, uh, there's no outward violence or, or I guess, um, I guess, discrimination towards the LGBT community. Um, but I feel like the more you decide to go outside of Calgary into more um, kind of smaller towns and hamlets, um, you've essentially yeah, yeah. kind of America. Um, yeah. And it just, it really depends. Um, like some places are completely fine. And then um, there are some times where I get spit. Like, it's just, it really, it really depends. Um, kind I'm of kidding. You that's, that's, yeah. that's hard to believe that that's a thing. So yeah. as you're sitting here talking, Jordan, I, I remember a time when, you were going to come visit me in small town Saskatchewan, right? Mm-hmm. When, when you, well, you know, you wanted to stay for a while. I was terrified at the thought of what my neighbors in that little hamlet of, you know, 90 people or whatever would mm-hmm. have, how they would have treated you. It, it, like it really scared me and it's got a lot to do with why it never happened. So mm-hmm. maybe, and that's not that long ago. Is that seven years ago? Maybe something like that. Right. So Probably. maybe it's not as great as I say it is Scott. Right. I mean, I mean, in the urban areas, you, I, I don't know. Again. I think it would be the, you know, Again, you know, for, for you and me, it's easy to say, oh, things are getting better because we see, we see pride stuff more mainstream, but is that, is that because these companies are true allies or, or are they slapping a rainbow on their product to sell some more merchandise, you know, or for sure. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think there are some companies about that, Jordan. Yeah. Um, I mean, a couple of years ago, I would have been like uh, very happy for the crumbs, you know, but at this point I'm like, Oh, for the crumbs. I like that. Or something like just, just fucking do it. Like I'm, I'm, I'm really tired of yeah. Performance and just like taking it off at the end of the day, or I guess at the end of the month and just like pretending that it never happened. Like it just, it's, it's stupid. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I think I think that there there are some companies that are legitimate allies, you know, the, the Disney company, legitimate ally, you know, yeah. the fact that they're at war with the governor right now um, <laughs> yeah. shows that. And plus, they are they are doing what they can to put more and more representation in in their their content. Um, yeah, you know, there's 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 still a long way to go, but they're getting there. You know, Universal Studios, the parks, uh, there's there's a there's pride merchandise year round in their shops. Um, it, it, but again, a lot of that is in support for their employees, too. You know, we're in the theme park area, a uh, lot of entertainers. So a lot of members of the LGBTQ plus community, you know, working with us. But then but then you have companies like Bud Light that, gosh, they were trying to do something good. But now they've kind of backed off uh, after there was so much backlash and, and it's just like ah you know what if Chris you're gonna Rock do it using his ar-15 taking out bud light cans now right so yeah Literally. it's like this yeah. is so childish like it's a fucking beer company like uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> right don't worry you can still be a redneck and it's not going to affect you no. at all right and, at the end of the day you know i was gonna Chuck, say Scott, I think that's why it was oh go ahead no that's why it was important for us you know we did the first we say gay episode which was a really fun you know kind of digging into the the we called it the gay culture you know all the fun things that we get to see where you really get to be yourself and just be fun and whether that's you know the the very fabulous or or maybe more low-key but just celebrating Mm -hmm. the the gay culture and then we we said you know what we can't just i gotta interrupt you i got it fabulous that sounded very stereotypical (laughs) i got the face again i love the face There's once an episode, Jordan. Once an episode, truck. I get to see this. <laughs> so, so in the second episode, we're like, okay, now let's take a step back because we've painted this picture that um, being someone who is gay or lesbian or any any representation in the LGBTQ plus community is just all sunshine and rainbows and there's no struggles. So then we took that next step, but we took that step back to really paint the picture of what Nick goes through every single day of his life. And, yeah. you know, like you said, every day is, is his coming out. So I think it's important when we, when we have these discussions that, you know, we've got to be real and we've got to be real that again, the phrase we, I will never understand, or I, I will under, I understand that I will not ever understand. Never understand. Yeah. Never understand. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, that's, that's interesting. And, and the other thing um, is it, if you are working in the entertainment industry, you know, in, in Orlando or, or wherever, does that, do you have to be gay, Scott? Cause it kind of made it sound like that way. But, yeah. You know. I'm the minority yeah. in yeah. the, uh, <laughs> in the butt. No, you know, it, it's, it's, it's just, just kidding. um, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> no, but there are, there, there's, there's, um, a high, <laughs> high volume of representation here in Orlando. Yeah. 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 Fair enough. Fair enough. Not enough, though. Not enough. <laughs> right. I, I right. want I want gay everywhere. I want everything to just be super gay all the time. That would make me happy. I don't know if you want that. 
<laughs> all right. All right. All right. Um, well, Jordan, I just wanted to bring you on and ask you that question real quick. I think um, there's going to be a conversation, you know, hopefully later on in the month. And hey, you know what? Now we can put on Scott right now. Remember, Scott, I talked to you about maybe having him on as a guest. Well, now I'm asking, you know, on, on air. So I don't think it's going to work. No, no, uh, no. <laughs> no. I'm just kidding. Yeah, of course, of course. You get some get some Canadian repping of the. Can I say, can I say the, the acronym thing that we came up with together, Jordan? Am I allowed to say that or no? Listen. You go for it. You live your best life. The Lickbidia, the Lickbidia community, right? Yeah. Okay. Hey, hey, my nephew said I could, so I'm good. What is right? the Lickbidia? <laughs> Lickbidia, LGBTQ, TIA plus. It's his attempt to make a word out of. Oh. Ah, okay. Lickbidia. Yeah, right. Gotcha. <laughs> L- let me tell you, uh, Jordan, we've got a big gay right now is 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 killing me because the flag keeps changing and I have to get new new shirts and uh, we've got to update our logos to to match the new colors and all that. Can we like cool it for a minute? Because big gay is bringing in some money right now. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like a big pharma, big gay, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think we're at a stopping point for the next couple of years, I would say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I feel like that's bullshit, complete and total bullshit. Uh, I think it, I think you mean what you're saying, but I don't believe it. Not for a second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, jo- Jordan, um, because okay, so so on my podcast, um, No New Friends podcast, the podcast for adults who love to laugh at adulting, um, we've got we've got Nick, who's our uh, he's our co-host, who's gay, and he's even like he obviously knows his community, but it's funny as an as an outsider. I don't want to say outsider because I'm clearly an ally. But, um, you know, we think that, okay, if you're gay, you know what every other letter really means, not what it stands for, but what it means. And, you know, there's, uh, he's even confused sometimes. Like when we, especially when we start talking about, uh, pansexual, non-binary, um, those are things that like, I don't understand. Um, is that, is that kind of like, are we kind of stereotyping where like, if you're gay, you know, everything. Oh yeah, I mean for sure there are there. Are people, it, I mean, I would. I guess being gay definitely has a, a culture behind it, and sure, whether you're really deeply ingrained in that culture or you just happen to like somebody of the same sex, like it's just it completely depends or whatever. For sure, I think it's absolute stereotype that somebody who labels themselves as the LGBT and like understands or, or fully grasps what they themselves are going through or what everybody else is going through. Like for sure. Yeah, no. Right. Yeah. Huh. There you go. There you go. Okay. Um, well, I wanted to bring you on Jordan. Um, we'll uh, definitely see you on Scott's and uh, I'll set you up with the proper setup and all that. It just occurred to me now that you're sitting there with a goddamn computer. We could have done this that way too, right? Instead of using it. It would have taken a bit more time to set up, but I mean, no, no, if there's no, uh, there's no setup to it, it's a browser thing, right? So for next time, right. But, um, thanks for coming on and answering our questions. I, I'm really proud of you, man. I really am. No okay. Jordan, thanks. It was nice meeting you. And I can't, I cannot wait to have you on our podcast. I think, I think you'll have a lot of fun. I am very excited. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Hey, is it true? Gay people like can cook really well too. Um, I mean, I can. Yeah. But, so make uh, me some fucking supper. You're right upstairs. Come on, man. Like, help me <laughs> love you little man. Okay. <laughs> See ya. Bye. <laughs> he's a trip he's I am so proud of that young man Mm. he is he has turned in to be this articulate uh, talented hardworking just amazing young man he he really is Mm -hmm. I I got him a job um, you know he kind of 
life got hard for him here a couple months ago, and I got him a job with one of my good friends, uh, the cleaner from the from the show here that he's been on in the past. And I was very nervous because I don't know his work ethic. I don't, you know, I know nothing. I just he's he's my nephew. He needs a job, and yeah. I said to my friend, you know, like, hey, I I can't say anything about his work ethic. And uh, yeah, he turned out to be one hell of a worker. They all love him. They they just love him. He's a, he's you know timely. He's polite. He's hardworking. It's all the things. I'm, I'm really proud of that young man. He's got every reason yeah. in the world not to have turned out the way he did. Right. So yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, well, that was nice of him to come on with us like that. But, um, what did I talk about last week? I talked about uh, turning juice box tub. into coke. Ah, uh, but I, I talked about the hot tub story. Yes. The hot tub coke machine story. Right. So yes, I can tell you that one real quick. But do you, you know, have any gay stories since we're doing I got a no gay episode? stories? I got, and if I did, I probably wouldn't tell them. Right? You know. Well, I I do like to say that uh, when I first listen, got to be, jail, listen, Chuck, yeah. be proud if you had to give a hand job for crack. Okay. Well, okay. well like, not, yeah. not that you did, you know, did it for crack. Who said I had be, to? Who said I had be, to? Well, right? yeah, exactly. <laughs> be proud that you gave a hand job. Okay. Embrace I do often that. Say, this is, I do often say that my uh, my nickname in jail was Little Spoon. So oh, right. you know, there you go. Yeah, Listen, it is Pride Month. In, in, <laughs> everybody's got a little bit of gay inside them. Some of us got, more than I others. None, I got none, not that I can. I, I'm pretty open about sex and all that stuff. You listen to the R-rated version of any of the things I talk about anyway. So, uh, no, I, I would admit it if I was absolutely right. You know, nobody's uh, I'm not worried about anybody you know, questioning my sexuality. That's for sure. Right. So um, do you want to hear the hot tub story? Sure, go for it. Yeah, why not, right? I said I'd tell a story, you know, if we don't have one from a listener, so picture it. Calgary, nineteen ninety nine. Same year. Yeah, okay. Lost its uh lost its luster after the first time. So a lot going on in nineteen ninety nine. There was. There was a lot going on in nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, there was. Um so we've got this guy, he's a he's a small business owner in the city. Uh, my partner, same guy, Lawnmower, who you know was a landscaper, as we discussed last time. <laughs> He, uh, it's a very original nickname there, Chuck. Yeah, well, I wasn't really doing the creative thing, right? I was just kind of looking for something. And, and he's a bit of a donut, so, you know, he doesn't get any thought into his name. He just gets what So you is, should so. just call him Duncan. I could have called him Duncan, but maybe I will Duncan next time donuts. I tell this story, if you let me fucking ever finish this. Okay, time I'm, I'm, this I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go for it. <laughs> anyway, so we, um, uh, we're partnered up together. You know, we're, we're selling drugs so that we can do drugs. That's Let's be honest. That's what it was all about. We weren't making any money. And... There's a small business owner in town who's, who's got a hell of a habit. He owes us some money. And it's like, hey, man, it's like it's time. And I was never a violent guy. Certainly nothing like that. But, you know, it's like kind of put some pressure on him to get his bill paid. So he says, well, I've got this hot tub in, in my back lane. It's still up on the pallet. You know, uh, you could steal that. I could take the insurance money and pay you. Okay. And my partner, he's like, he says, how the hell? Like a lawnmower. He says, how the fuck are we going to do that? It's a hot tub. I've been a mover most of my life. You give me something to move and I'll figure it out. So we, uh, the deal is he's going to pay off his debt. And here's the other thing I know at that time, he's not just going to pay off his debt, but he's going to have a bunch of money left over from the insurance money. And he's going to have to pay us a for doing it in the first place. And B he's the rest of the money he's going to spend with us anyway. So to me, it makes a lot of sense to do this thing. Right? So we do it. We pull up, we, get, we grab this little flatbed trailer. We, Back it up to this guy saying he's got to call us when his wife's not home, you know, so we can do this thing. We pull up, we roll this hot tub onto the trailer, strap her down, and off we go, right? Middle of the day, broad fucking daylight. We <laughs> do this. Well, I've already got it sold. I sold a monkey. I can sell a hot tub, right? I've already got it sold. 
Right. We get down to the guy's house and we pull up and he says, uh, he says, okay, will you guys help me lift it up over the fence? <laughs> I said, no, that's not in the price, man. Right. You're on your own. I'm going to park it right here in your driveway. Right. Oh, come on. I said, no, not a chance, man. Not a chance. You're going to have to call up some buddies for that. By the right. way, I don't have to return this trailer till tomorrow. So I suggest you put that thing over the fence tonight because I'm going to be back. <laughs> right, 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 right. right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He got it over the fence at some point somehow, whatever. We didn't end up going back and re-stealing the thing. But yeah, so we turned a hot tub into a whole lot of coke. That's, that's nice. a short story, you know? Yeah. I don't know that I, sh- I shouldn't have been as enthusiastic about me saying nice. I was no. saying nice <laughs> that you got paid. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, the whole thing's really sketchy, right? You know? And you can argue it's a victimless crime, but it's not. It's not. Because right. every time somebody scams an insurance company, everybody's premiums go up. So there's no such thing as a victimless crime. Shoplifting is not a victimless crime. Stealing for guys' insurance money is not a victimless crime. They are all crimes, hmm. right? So um, yeah. and now I challenge you to come up with a takeaway. We'll be right back after this quick PSA. This public service announcement is brought to you by Revolution Recovery, helping men recover and become their best selves through treatment and therapy. They've been there, and they understand. Hey, everyone. This is Ryan Bathgate, uh, also known as the captain from Kaleidoscope Wednesdays. I wanted to bring a public service announcement to you today about Narcan, also known as Naloxone. These kits have saved so many lives over the years. Uh, I can attest for that. Being in the industry for so long, I can tell you since we've had the opioid crisis declared in 2016, it has saved thousands of lives, and I've watched it personally save hundreds of lives. These kits are small, easy to use, can keep them in your glove box or in a cupboard in your home, and you never know when somebody's going to need them. If you have a hard time finding a Narcan kit in your area, just email us here at ashes to awesome podcast at gmail.com, throw Narcan in the subject line, tell us where you are, and we'll do the legwork to find that for you. If you wanted to send me a question for my Kaleidoscope Wednesdays, again, email ashes to awesome podcast at gmail.com. We will read that question on air and I'll do my best to answer it in a comprehensive way. That's all I have for now. Uh, we'll go back to the show. Thanks for listening. Uh, don't steal hot tubs. Really? Okay. Last week you were sick, so you got a bit of a pass because you weren't on your <laughs> game. But I'm not hearing the okay, sniffle so, that I have to edit so, out all goddamn night, by oh the way. Oh, God, I'm so sorry. Right. I had to do the same. Listen, I had to do the same. I'm sorry. I was watching you on Twitch and thought, <laughs> Yeah. It was awful. And even in the last episode, like, I'm, every time I laugh, it sounds like I'm, you know, one cigarette away from stage four lung cancer. Um, look, the takeaway is... When you're into uh, dumb shit, you're gonna do dumb shit. And really, uh, we're still reaching. Yeah, we're still reaching. Yeah, um, yeah. If you, if, if, I mean, if, if you want to record something is... later and get it back to me, I'll edit it in the episode. But right now, I'm, I'm thinking I'm just gonna edit out the question altogether at this point. The t- the takeaway is just because you can do something that seems heroic and uh, a feat of strength doesn't mean that you should. Wow, getting worse. Like worse. Yeah. How's that yeah. even possible? Yeah. Right. I thought we yeah. had killed it on the first one, and the second yeah, one came along. You know, no, just that piece, piece it all together. You're, you're just beating that horse out, you know. And then now it's like, come on, man! You're just some sort of sadist, right? You know, come on, right? So, <laughs> no, no, no. It was a, it was a stupid story. It was a good one. Um, next week, if if I no, next week we're going to have a story, 
from somebody who was a part of the Likpedia community. Ooh, I don't know nice. if I can say that. I don't know if I can say that freely like that. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like Jordan said I could. He's my nephew, right? It's kind of like it's kind of like having the black friend, so I can use the N word thing. See? No. Oh no, 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 no! That doesn't no, work no. like that. It doesn't. Does no, it? you no, can no. never no. use the N word. What are we talking about here? <laughs> no. <laughs> I was watching a podcast. You you might like it. I, we can plug another podcast. It doesn't matter. Dropouts. I mean, they're so big that our plug isn't going to make a difference in the world anyway. <laughs> have you ever seen that one? No, I have not. No. They're, they're fantastic. One of the, the one of the co-hosts says he's got, or no, the host. He had he has an adopted brother uh, who's who's a black kid, and he's very very white. This is there's a movie made, and he's like it's like word for word, it's this guy's story. The one with the um, black kid who's like a football star, raised up with a white family. The Blind no, Side. Nah. Yes, that one. It's that movie. Yep. That guy's life is this guy's, is that movie. It's not actually that movie, but it's that movie. Michael Orr. So anyway. Michael sorry? Orr. Michael sure. Orr. That's sure. the guy's yeah. name. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Is he the white guy or is he the black guy? He's the black guy. Okay. So this would be his white adopted brother. Or oh, brother uh, part the, of that the Toonie. Um, yeah. Oh, God. I don't remember his name, but yes. Yeah. So anyway, it's the whole story. It's like identical to this. Doesn't his Michael Orr. Okay. Trade him his N-word card for his Lunchable. <laughs> I'll give you my N-word card if you give me your lunch kind of thing, right? And he did it. So he's been holding on to this N-word card for like 20 years. And oh, wow. Yeah, it's never used it. So <laughs> I, I would sell it to some other dumb white guy is what I would do, right? But, oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I'd turn a profit on something like that, buddy. Hey, if I could sell a monkey, right? That's true. Yeah, you could sell a monkey. You could sell the N word card. You could sell a, a hot, tub. hot tub. You just right. can't sell ads for your podcast. <laughs> Ouch! Wow! Wow! I think uh, that calls for a sound effect. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, listen, I, I, Chuck, I think that um, this month I'm just going to be very, very passionate about Pride Month. So. You know, I if 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 it's okay, uh, I'll probably you know talk about things that we talked about on our recent episodes because we're obviously putting a lot of focus on Pride Month. Um, I'm going to try to get Nick to come on uh, with me if we can synchronize schedules uh, because Nick is amazing. Yes, and and it's not just talking about Pride for uh, for talking about Pride, but it ties in, and I you know I tied it in at the beginning where you know the more we keep people locked in closets the more you're going to see addiction and untimely deaths as a result of you know trans and i'm going to share some stats with you scott please do adults had an alcohol or drug disorder within the past year this is as of 2022 15.1 percent uh compared to 7.8 percent extrasexual adults 20 to 30 percent of lickbidia individuals abuse substances throughout their lifetime compared to 9% of the general populations. That's two to three times the general population, right? So obviously there's a lot of correlation there. It's not because it's not because of their sexual orientation. Wow. It is no doubt. And, and I mean, I can only say this making assumptions mm -hmm. that it's no doubt due to the stigma and the bullshit that they have to face and, and the trauma that that brings on. Right. Um, without a doubt it does. Right. You know, 
yeah, it, it leads into me- mental health doesn't lead to being gay. It's it's being gay and having to and all the anxiety that goes along with. Yes. Yes. Either yes. having to hide right. it or trying to be accepted or whatever that leads to mental health, you know, so it like it, so it goes back to what I said earlier, where it's like, you know, it's just, who you are. You're whether, kind of born this way. Maybe you're not exactly born this way, but it's not something that you just wake up and you're like, I'm going to like men today. It's something that it, it's, it's who you That's are because who, who in their right mind yeah. right. would want to, to be different and, and 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 listen, we celebrate difference, and 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 that's not in a negative way. But like, who would want to wake up and all of a sudden yeah. put themselves in this minority group that's going to be uh, judged, ridiculed, bullied, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera. Yeah. This is not something that there's there's no good reason to pick this other than not, it's right? just who yeah. they are, and let's just Absolutely. fucking be okay with that. And and not just okay with it, but let's embrace it. Let's love it because they're being themselves, man. And, and, you know, bullies out there, if you're listening and you're like, oh, you know, this show's a little bit too gay for me. You know what? Take a look at yourself in the mirror. Maybe you're hiding. First of all, take a hike. Yes. Uh, Second of all, take a look at yourself in the mirror. And are you being your true authentic self? Do you have a little bit of gay in you? Yeah, are you secretly loving the did Bud you, Light right now? Did you buy right. Elton John's uh, greatest hits? <laughs> Can you quote? Do you work in the entertainment perfect? industry in Orlando? <laughs> Maybe you're a little bit gay, and that's okay. We love you too. Yeah, right, right. I'm going to share one more set of stats with you here, Scott, while they're up in front of me, because uh, Jordan did go through the trouble of looking these up for me earlier. So I feel it's important that I, uh, you know, that I share them. Yeah. Uh, in the year 2020. Now, a large part of this is associated to COVID-19, and these I don't have relative to, to heterosexual numbers, but I can tell you they're disturbing. So three out of five people in the community struggled with illicit drugs, 59.7% of them. Two, two out of three, 63.8, struggled with alcohol use. One out of four, 23.5, struggled with both. Wow. And that was in the year 2020. So... I, I was trying to find some more about overdose deaths and, and that type of thing. The problem is getting those statistics at, at a national level any more recent than or any more recent than 2020 is almost impossible to get. Um, never mind for another sub sub what do you call that uh, subculture within you know within the within the general population. So getting those numbers at any sort of up to date is really hard to do. But I would be definitely curious about them, right? Um, as far as they go, I mean, they have to be higher if drug use is higher than, then overdose would have to be higher as well. Right. So, yeah. Are you looking them up right now? Is that what you're doing, Scott? I'm trying. Yeah. Yeah. You find it's very hard to find. It takes a while to compile the data, whatever. Right. I don't know if, you know, whatever that's about at, at a state level, you you might be able to find them. Uh, Like at a provincial level, we can find some stuff here. What I'm, what I'm using, I'm not getting numbers for, but you know, there's some statements Studies have shown that individuals who identify as LGBTQ plus are more likely to experience higher rates of substance abuse compared to their heterosexual counterparts. Uh, tobacco use. LGBTQ plus individuals are more likely to smoke cigarettes and use other tobacco products, according to the Center for uh, Disease Control and Prevention. Smoking prevalence amongst LBT, 
LGBTQ plus adults is significantly higher than among non uh, alcohol consumption. Research indicates that members of the LGBTQ plus community are more likely to engage in heavy alcohol consumption and have higher rates of alcohol use disorders compared to heterosexual individuals. Illicit drug use. Studies have found LGBTQ plus individuals have higher rates of using illicit drugs, uh, including marijuana, cocaine, uh, methamphetamine, and prescription drug misuse. Mental health and co-occurring disorders. Substance abuse often co-occurs with mental health disorders, and the LGBTQ community faces higher rates of mental health challenges such as depression, anxiety, and suicide uh, I ideation. These factors can contribute to a greater risk of substance abuse and addiction. Uh, disparities in stigma. LGBTQ plus individuals may face unique challenges such as discrimination, social stigma, and lack of, ex lack of acceptance, which can, which can contribute to increased stress levels and in turn lead to higher rates of substance abuse as a coping mechanism. And that is all because of the stigma, no doubt. Yep. Right? And all it's all because of the way that they're yeah. treated. Yeah, without a shadow of a doubt, right? So, yeah. you know, um, I think um, it, it, us kind of taking that on for the month, I, I think just makes sense. Just makes sense. Yeah, and, and like I said, there's a tie-in. So we're not yep. just pulling pulling something out of left field to just talk about it just to be mainstream. There's Absolutely. there's a tie-in to yeah. your podcast. And look, I, I know I'm supposed to be funny and all that. Um, this is something I'm so super passionate about. Um, uh, and I appreciate that, I, I, yeah. Again, I live in the Orlando area. We're theme park capital of the world. I work for one of the major theme park companies, so we have a lot of a lot of individuals in entertainment who are gay, and um, they're just amazing people. Not just because they're gay; they're just they're people. They're people just like yeah. you and me, but they're amazing, Absolutely. and they're so yeah. happy, and they're so you know just full of life. And uh, and shame on us as a society for trying to take that from them. I did reach out to a Katya Zamo. Have you ever heard this name? Katya Zamo? No. She's hugely popular on the socials. Um, she's been very open about uh, addiction and recovery. And uh, she's, she's a queen. Um, I, I did a little bit of reading on her. And Jordan suggested that maybe I reach out to her. She's, she's got like 2 million followers or something like that. So I did reach out to her. We'll see if we can't get her on as a guest. You never know. Um, just getting your message seen can be hard when you get into somebody with that kind of popularity, right? But yeah, you know, we'll, we'll try. We'll try. So if you're listening, Katya, come on the show. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, that takes us to my favorite part of the show. That's Daily Gratitudes. Where do the Daily Gratitudes come from, Scott? The Daily Gratitudes are brought to you by the No New Friends podcast, the podcast for adults who love to laugh at adulting. We've got two episodes per week, our Sunday episode, which is uh, a really funny take on our everyday lives and adulting and how we fail at it and how we suck at it. And it's really, really funny. We've got some built-in bits in there. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Then our Wednesday episodes, uh, it's mostly humorous, but it's also serious. So it's a mostly serious, wait, it's a mostly humorous. I don't know. We tackle some serious issues. We talk about being gay and uh, it's become a super gay podcast. And I love that. I want to be the gay icon podcast. So if you're gay, take a listen. Like we want to be the uh, Judy Garland or Liza Minnelli of the podcast worlds. Okay. So take a trip over the rainbow with us and, and check us out. Uh, we also talk about, um, we had, we had someone who survived, uh, uh, an abusive relationship, like almost died. Like it was really bad. And now she's starting an organization where she rescues dogs and trains them to be service animals, uh, for, uh, battered women who suffer from PTSD. So 
really cool thing there. We've had you on talking about addiction. We've had Jeremy Miller, star of the hit 80 show Growing Pains, uh, talking about his mental health and uh, uh, all the trauma that he went through as a child actor. So a lot of really great things that we're doing. And, uh, you know, just check us out. Uh, NoNewFriendsPodcast.com. We are on all major and minor podcast streaming platforms. So daily gratitudes. Um, you know what? I'll give you some of mine here. I'm grateful that that longest plug ever in the history of the show is over. Right? That, that was a long one. I've done longer. I don't, I don't know Come that you on. have, actually. I, was, I, I had time to think about how long I've it was, like four long. times. So, <laughs> <laughs> I am grateful that I... No, I'm not grateful for that. Okay, go ahead and do it, Scott. You forgot a plug. What about those hairy balls? Oh, yeah. Listen, no, if you've got hey, hairy it is balls. Pride month, so balls on balls. It is There's pride a month. balls on balls thing here. Listen, we don't want the Velcro thing happening, yes. right? You know, exactly. If you've got balls on balls, you want uh, cleanly shaven balls. balls. And yeah. the only real way to shave those balls cleanly without your nicks and without your cuts is uh, getting your lawnmower 4.0 from Manscaped. But Nick is a very nice fellow. Nick is a very, no, uh, yes, yes. Those Nicks are good. The other Nicks are not where there's blood involved. Okay. Uh, but visit manscaped.com. Get your lawnmower 4.0. Manscaped is the best in below the waist grooming. Use the promo code NNF. That's going to get you 20% off your purchase. So check that out today. That's manscaped.com. Use promo code NNF. All right. All right. All right. Okay. And you know what? I am grateful. Uh, this one I'm very grateful for. My nephew. I'm grateful that he yes. moved in here last weekend, um, that I get to kind of watch over him and, you know, be a part of his life on a day-to-day, -day, you know, daily level anyway, right? Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm so grateful for that. I love him very, very much. I, that was, he was going to be one of my gratitudes as well, because listen, as, as two straight men, um, being able to, as, as someone who's gay, have the conversations with us and know that we're, it's coming from a place of love and we, we we're, we're curious, we have questions and we want to spread awareness and we want to spread acceptance. Um, but it still takes courage and it still, you know, can be yeah. difficult, especially when you get into more of the serious conversations. So we, we need, we need more people like Nick and more people like Jordan who are, you know, willing to, to talk to us, you know, straight privileged men uh, yeah. so that we can learn more and yeah. uh, learn how to be more accepting and how to learn, learn how to be a better ally. I think that's my goal for 2023, the rest of 2023. I just want to be a better ally, man. Um, yeah, I want to be yeah. a better ally to the, uh, the attic community, um, the, and, People, and the LGBTQ yeah, plus yeah. community, the addiction and recovery community, we'll oh, the that, addiction right? and recovery community. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Actually the recovery, ah, whatever you want to say. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I, yeah, but I want to be an ally for the, for the, for the, uh, community of people who are suffering from addiction because they are loved and they're important as well. Yeah, they are. Hey, listen, and the final gratitude, guys, is going to go out to you, the listeners. It's always to you, the listeners. Whatever you're doing, it's working. We're growing day over day, sometimes minute over minute, and I sure do appreciate the hell out of that. Um, and if you can find an episode, if, if you hear an episode that's going to speak to somebody, please share it with them, You know, whether it's a Memorial Monday for somebody who has lost somebody and maybe they need to be comforted. Maybe somebody needs to be reminded of the realities that we're living in right now and that just say no days are back. 
you know, it's, it's the no thanks now that one is too many times. We, we just can't experiment like we did when we were kids. Tuesdays, you know, if you've got somebody who needs to be inspired into recovery, those are great stories. Wednesdays, the therapist, uh, uh, Ryan Bathgate is in and he talks about recovery, uh, addiction, trauma, how to bounce back and, and live a fulfilled life. Thursdays, of course, it's us. If you know somebody who needs a laugh, give them this episode. And for Fridays, if you know the family member of somebody who has, um, who is suffering an addiction, who is fighting alongside that person and, and is a conscripted soldiers, conscripted soldier, you share that one of those episodes with them and maybe give them some comfort that they're not alone in the world. Um, that that's how, you know, you'd be contributing to me living my best life. And my best life is to make a humble living, spreading the message. The message is this. If you are in active addiction right now, today could be the day. Today could be the day that you start that lifelong journey. Reach out to a friend, reach out to a family member, call into detox, go to a meeting, do whatever the hell it is you need to do to get that journey started because it is so much better on the other side. And if you are the loved one of somebody suffering an addiction, you've just taken the time to listen to our nonsense. You could just take one more minute out of your day, text that person, let them know they are loved. Use the words, you are loved. That little glimmer of hope just might be the thing that brings them back. They almost died trying to get here Got high through my best ears Got sober, then I relapsed Then I cleaned up, got my head clear Sometimes it feels like there ain't to believe in But I believe that we're out here for a reason yeah. You don't think you're a fighter But I know you are You are a liar You say you are You don't think that you're worth it But I think you are And I think you're perfect From the pressure I put on myself for years Tired from my 20s to whiskey bottles and beers Tired of smiling while I've been holding back tears But I believe I can do it, so I'm here I'm a believer I believe I'm a believer I believe I've been told I have a death wish No one's interested Cold and too aggressive Hypertension, I'm broken from the pressure Explosive with my temper I'm sober, but I'm stressing and hoping it gets better Am I falling off? Should I give it up or put it all on pause? Like all this dream so I can visit home and talk to mom? Maybe all I need is another Instagram post With a quote about believing in yourself when you're low You don't think you're a fighter But I know you But I'm a believer, nothing is impossible. I'm a believer, I believe. I'm a believer, I believe. You don't think you're a fighter, but I know you are. You are a